This is Barry Zalma, Zalma on Insurance. I am an attorney who has retired from the practice of law and now spend my time as an insurance claims consultant and expert witness, an author, and producer of these videos. Today I'd like to speak about underwriting of insurance, especially with regard to construction defects and specifically the fact that underwriters have some risks that they find to be unacceptable regardless of the person asking for the insurance. The property owner must understand that some risks are unacceptable under any circumstances to most major insurers. For example, vacant property represents an unacceptable risk to many insurers. A critical factor in acceptance is the length and cause of the vacancy and the expectations of the insured for the future. Examples of a vacant property can include any one of the following. A commercial building containing no personal property is considered to be more hazardous than an occupied building by many commercial fire underwriters. Although electrical service is usually off and natural gas does not enter the facility, a vacant building is not subject to the many hazards of occupancy such as cooking, heating, or smoking. However, experience has proven that vacant property is more subject to vandalism, malicious mischief, and unwanted accidental fire losses precisely because it is vacant. A vacant building is also susceptible to windstorm damage since no one is present to secure loose fittings. A vacant building is more susceptible to the problems caused by rats, rodents, and other vermin. If the vacancy is caused by a shift in population or business, or by construction elements that make it unsuitable for most occupancies, or by poor economic conditions, the property may become a burden to the owner that can be sold to an insurer by means of a carefully arranged fire or vandalism claim where the fire or vandalism damage is done at the insistence of or request of the insured. Even a new building is subject to scrutiny until it is occupied. Some insurers are willing to write vacant properties on a restrictive and limited policy for a higher than normal premium. Property in brush zones, in areas where brush fires are common or wildfires are common, often will not be insurable without extreme protections and brush clearance around the structure. Often only the fair plans, which are supported by tax money or by assessments against insurers, will ensure such a property. Property built in flood zones 
are usually uninsurable except by the governmentally subsidized National Flood Insurance Program. Property built on earthquake faults is uninsurable for the peril of earthquake or earth movement. Property built close to shorelines in areas where hurricanes are common is usually uninsurable. Experiences prove that vacant property is more subject to vandalism, malicious mischief, windstorm losses, etc. Moral hazard is even more of a problem in vacant property. If the vacancy is caused by a shift in population or business, or by construction elements which make it unsuitable for most occupancies, or by poor economic conditions, the moral hazard arises, and at least the morale hazard, where the property is left in a condition where vandalism becomes easy and expected. All of the usually uninsurable risks, of course, can be insured through the surplus line market, where insurers of last resort are willing to write risks standard insurers are not willing to write, but they do so for a higher premium or are written by insurers that are subsidized by governmental agencies like the National Flood Insurance Program and earthquake supported by the state of California type insurance. The underwriter is also concerned about the type of occupancy to be insured. It is no value to the underwriter to insure the occupancy if the type of business conducted by the tenant or the owner makes the risk unacceptable under other guidelines, such as a building that is perfectly safe as an office occupancy is defective and unsafe as a fireworks factory. A structure that is perfectly safe as a dwelling is defective and unsafe if it is used as a methamphetamine factory. And a structure that is perfectly safe as a warehouse is inadequate and defective as a furniture factory. It is incumbent on both the property owner and the underwriter to avoid the need to insure generally uninsurable risks. No risk, however, is totally uninsurable. Almost every state has created a plan to insure difficult risks called the Fair Access to Insurance Requirements, or the FAIR plan, to provide limited insurance protection in those areas difficult to insure. FAIR plans are funded by requiring every insurer doing business in the state to contribute to the assets of the FAIR plan so that the fair plan will have sufficient assets to pay claims, and if not, further assessments will be made against the particular admitted insurers so that the fair plan always has sufficient funds to pay claims. The federal government subsidizes the National Flood Insurance Program so that flood insurance is available at what some people would call reasonable rates, 
where it would not be under normal market conditions because the National Flood Insurance Program is funded by the United States Treasury. The state of California has created an earthquake authority called the California Earthquake Authority to allow insurers to profitably underwrite earthquake insurance in California because they have the assets of the state behind the program. The property owner must understand the underwriting process to obtain needed insurance. If the property owner or developer understands the information needed by the underwriter, he or she will acquire insurance favorable to the insured at a better price, removing physical hazards, clarifying and eliminating morale hazards, and explaining to the insurer the efforts made by the prospective insured to cure the defects will go a long way to obtain insurance. The potential insured must be truthful and forthcoming, provide material information, whether asked about it or not, to the underwriter to convince the underwriter to accept the insurance and protect the insureds against the risk of loss to their property. Insurance is essential to the ability of a developer, construction company, or property owner to perform his, her, or its profession. Insurers are risk takers, but they will not take every risk. A knowledgeable potential insured will work to provide sufficient information to the insurer to allow the insurer to conclude the risk is one it is willing to take. One of the least understood of the hazards faced by an underwriter is the morale hazard. A morale hazard is one where the insured leaves the property in a situation where a claim or loss might occur rather than one who deals with the moral hazard and actually causes the loss to happen. Some of the causes of a morale hazard include a decline in profits or income. When income declines, the property owner has a reduced interest in maintaining the property or business he or she might lose. There may not be enough money available to maintain the property in good condition. The incentive for good housekeeping decreases. The opportunity for a fire or other loss increases when the insured fails to maintain the structure and allows fire doors to be nailed open, fire sprinkler systems to be disconnected from the water supply, roofs to deteriorate and leak, plumbing systems to rust and leak without repair, heating, ventilating, and air conditioning systems to deteriorate and allow water intrusion into the building, or heating, ventilating, and air conditioning systems that have become infested with mold or colonies of bacteria, and the insured allows the structure to deteriorate sufficiently that tenants 
and or strangers vandalize the property and the tenants who do so move out. None of these conditions create a moral hazard. However, if these conditions cause revenues to decline, few owners will take as much care of such a property as they would of a profitable property. Lack of proper maintenance soon results in increased chance of loss, and this is the type of situation an underwriter looks carefully at before agreeing to take on the risk of the loss of such property. Then there's the property where the potential insured has a small financial interest in the property, where the owner becomes less inclined to take care of it than one whose interest is substantial. For example, if the mortgage is 100% or more of its market value, a loss becomes inevitable. If the market falls and the insured finds he owes more than the value of the property, the potential for a morale hazard loss is increased. A short-term lease where the tenant's improvements revert to the property owner at termination of the lease leaves the tenant little reason to protect the property from loss. Other risks that create a moral hazard is a lack of concern for others when established by investigation from the underwriter that indicates that the insured has no concern for the property, the risk of loss of which is to be insured. This might be reflected by construction defects like cracked or broken sidewalks, continuous leaks from plumbing creating a trip and fall hazard for tenants and visitors, continuous leaks from plumbing allowing the growth of mold or bacterial colonies that might cause bodily injury to tenants or visitors, use of toxic chemicals in construction, or use of dangerous subjects, substances like lead-based paint or asbestos in construction. A lack of concern for his or her own property and for the danger the poorly maintained property might do to third parties that increases the risks of loss is of utmost concern to an underwriter. The potential insured is more likely to have a loss than a insured without the potential morale hazard and therefore is usually avoided if at all possible. Poor housekeeping is a, and poor maintenance is a type of morale hazard, as is physical hazards such as broken parts of the building. This video was adapted from my book, Construction v Defect and Insurance, Volume 2, and is available as both a Kindle book and a paperback from Amazon.com and from my website, zalma.com, by clicking on the link to the Insurance Claims Library where you can learn about all eight volumes of the Construction Defect and Insurance book. If you found this video to be interesting or useful to you, please refer it to your colleagues. It's free. And please subscribe to my
YouTube channel and my Rumble channel and to my blog so that you can learn about future videos and blog posts. Thank you for your attention.